opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package, man. If you're new to the channel, man, this is a podcast I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday where I take three articles from the internet, usually technology-related. I give you my analysis, I give you my insight on them, and I send you on your way more informed and more aware of the things going on in the interwebs and technology, something to keep you occupied uh, during this quarantine. But like I always tell everyone, it's just my way of taking articles and stories that I find on the internet interesting and sharing them with you man i hope everyone's having a great wednesday it's wednesday wcw woman crush wednesday wind down wednesday uh i don't know what else i can say with the analogy wcw uh but man yeah it's, it's been a great week man it's been an interesting uh news week to say the least but um as far as my week's going, man, I just been uh, I've been cooped up. Everyone's in quarantine, uh, but I've been working on some uh, some interesting videos. Uh, it's wild, bro, because I posted uh, the podcast on Monday uh, about uh, kind of talking about like uh, um, like five G, and it's crazy how many hits that podcast has gotten, um, mainly because of the stuff going on with five G technology and the conspiracy theories uh, uh, around it. And so uh, um, apparently, there's just a lot of conspiracy theories uh, right now. Uh, with not just with like things like TikTok, but with like coronavirus and 5G towers and everything else like that. So I think one of the next videos I'm going to be working on is, is kind of debunking one of the conspiracy theories. Uh, I know I've done like that hacker reacts to certain things like hacker uh, reacts to Hollywood hacking scenes is one of the videos I do. And so um I'm going to do one about TikTok and hopefully it'll be interesting to say the least. But uh, I've been working on footage uh, uh, and videos to put out. So I'm, I'm very excited to put some of that stuff out. And then after that, man, like I said, just been cooped up. Uh, me, and the, me and the wifey uh, 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 did the podcast. We also have a podcast we do called Our So-Called Relationship. Uh, so we've been working on that. But like, man, I tell you, bro, it, it's, it's like uh, it, some days it's just like uh it's weird how like we don't look at the time anymore uh because it's just like what we have nothing to do other than what we're doing right now so a lot of it now has kind of just been like a like a uh uh like i don't know we have we're, i think the the quarantine is slowly changing our approach and outlook on on life uh and, and just kind of how we manage our time and the appreciation of it and and some of the stuff but uh what else do i have to say about that man uh and then after that bro uh i i'm trying to st uh, trying to st i'm trying to start a, a set a, a like a firm schedule for like when i stream uh for game streaming i don't know if it's something i want to do full time um i don't I, I don't know like i always look at it like i don't i don't like to try to look at the monetary gain of things um but a lot of it's just like what do i gain from it and a lot of it too for me is just like i want to stream the game role blocks but at the same time i'm like ah oh, man i don't i don't really want to appeal to 12 year olds all the time uh because that's usually like the people who hit the channel up is like 12 and 13 year olds but there's nothing wrong with that right i don't know you know what i mean but um what else is going on in my world outside of that man uh uh netflix documentaries as always uh, tiger king was really dope um i just saw a movie um uh with the missus called the uh the invitation if you get a chance to watch that movie uh, very interesting movie to say the least. Uh, I don't want to give out the ending, um, but I'll just give you a hint: Jonestown Massacre. That's all I gotta say: Jonestown Massacre. Um, but uh, I, I've definitely seen the uh, the wifey's uh, movie taste uh, step up because usually she like 
like prior to the quarantine she had been watching Grey's Anatomy for the past eight months you know what I'm saying like every single episode and within like a week into the quarantine she managed to work her way through all those episodes and so now she's like having to expand her uh, her palette in movie selections and so um she's uh she's finding some better choices in movies so if anybody has any suggestions of movies we should watch uh leave them in the comments section below uh but with that being said man let's uh enough with the chitter chatter let's go ahead and jump right, right into the articles uh, uh uh that we'll be talking about today as always remember the articles we discuss are available uh in the description below i have them there and if you're listening on spotify or on your favorite audio podcast application it is in the description as well so without no further ado folks let's go ahead and jump into the first article coming from the fine folks at engadget.com which is uh uh your boy Eli Elon Musk has delivered on the ventilators, and here's a first look at what the ventilators are looking are looking like. Now, if you're not familiar with what's going on, uh, Elon Musk had uh, agreed to build a bunch of ventilators uh, for uh, ho- hospital ventilators uh, in order to assist with the uh, the crisis that's going on. I think we had talked about it on our podcast, and then one of the things he wanted to do was use or utilize existing components from the tesla factory or utilize existing components within the uh the hospital uh in order to build these ventilators and so this is kind of the finished product of what it's supposed to look like so this is the ventilator uh, right here and then you know what the hospitals are saying is that uh you know this is for the worst case scenario so if they do uh, happen to run out of uh of ventilators these are what the ventilators are going to look like and then what's really good is that they did a video of a, of a kind of like a technical analysis of what the ventilators look like and then this is kind of like the overall concept of uh what the ventilator does look like let me see if i can show you the video all right so as you can see it's kind of like the air comes in through the oxygen uh, or the oxygen or whatever comes comes in there's a sensors and this is like the whole full breakout of the machine but it's kind of a simple design if you can if you kind of look at it um you know air comes in air comes out it's got some sensors but like i said man this is it's really dope to kind of just see how um a lot of uh of of just companies are coming together uh utilizing technology utilizing components and really using their noggin to help battle this coronavirus um and not even just because like like a lot of people might say well is it's not that bad yet um, you know, why are we panicking with all these ventilators? Well, what's really dope is that these guys are getting ahead of the curve and saying, yo, we're going to build 10,000 plus ventilators just in case things go wrong. And let's kind of like take the time now to like perfect this technology, build this technology. So when it really hits a high point, we have the resources necessary in order to assist people. So, you know, shout out to Elon Musk. I know there's a lot of people out here, um, a lot of engineering, a lot of different, a lot of engineers, a lot of different technology companies who are uh, assisting with, um, with this crisis that we're going through and coming up with unique ways to uh, assist uh, 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 hospitals. So I definitely encourage you to check out the article. Um, it's really just dope to see how this technology, it, it works. And um, they do a really good job of kind of, you know, explaining how, not necessarily how it's not complicated, but kind of how simple a ventilator machine can be um, and how, you know, they can utilize low cost materials in order to build it. So shout out to the folks at Engadget. Shout out to Tesla for uh, for this uh, for this awesome, um, awesome ventilator. So with that being said, man, Let's jump into the next article coming from the fine folks at uh, Reuters.com. Am I saying that? Reuters? Reuters.com? Reuters.com. Uh, so coming from the fine folks at Reuters.com. Uh, so basically... Uh, uh, two U.S. Uh, state um, AGs seek. Oh, I'm sorry, AGs. <laughs> AG stands for Attorney Generals. It took me a second to say that. I was just like 
AGs. What does AGs? What does AGs mean? Uh, so attorney generals uh, seek information on Zoom's privacy practices, man. So at least two U.S. state attorneys have sought information on Zoom videos communication following uh, multiple reports that question the privacy and security of the video conferencing application. Now, if you follow my channel, I've recently done a couple videos and tutorials on how to utilize the Zoom application, um, and I've also talked about on the podcast about something called Zoom bombing, which is it, apparently it's becoming a huge issue, which is basically people logging into Zoom meetings that they shouldn't be on and kind of photobombing everybody, right? Whether it's like they're putting news, sharing their screen, sharing porn, uh, it's kind of people's way of trolling. And so Zoom has really just been all over, uh, just they've been all over the news over privacy concerns, over like, uh, apparently I saw one where uh, a bunch of recorded webinars uh, that were done on Zoom meeting leaked out onto the internet. Um, And so one of the biggest points I want to get across here before I kind of dive into this article, which is that a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing, a lot of just kind of like the concerns and the issues that I've seen with Zoom, a lot of them seem to be user error, right? Meaning the user didn't set up set up a correct password uh, in order for uh, uh, people not to access the meeting who should have been on the meeting. Uh, it's the user who recorded the call and then uploaded it to a server, the, ho- the meeting host, and then uploaded it to a server, and that's how it leaked out. So um, there's always that liability that uh, that uh, that comes back to the uh, the the company itself, where um, they need to be held accountable for uh, 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 wh- whether it's you know they're them not providing the proper training or kind of really making sure that users understand how to use the software but it's one of those things where uh it's 50 50 right because uh we saw this when facebook first came out in the facebook privacy settings right uh facebook used to get a lot of a lot of slack over uh uh, if they were taking privacy seriously if they were doing enough job to inform users of, of their privacy settings of how their privacy worked and how to change privacy and so with zoom um with Zoom, I think the pressure is coming to to them on basically, hey, can you make uh, can you provide more documentation, more instructional material to ensure that users understand uh, that they're configuring a meeting correctly, uh, that they're configuring a meeting without security? Because I think when it all comes down, when it all boils down to, is that uh, out of nowhere, everyone heavily relied on Zoom, right? And then Zoom was the clear choice because it was a lot easier to use um i think i looked at like some of the uh some of the settings for uh not settings but like uh um let me see if i can find uh if if it uh related to like the pricing of zoom because another thing about zoom is that it's cheap it's it's cheap to use they have a trial offer um let me see the plans and pricing um sign up it's free Uh, i'm pretty sure they have a trial offer um but the reality is is that it's the type of software that it doesn't require a lot of configuration it can get rolling and so that's why everyone's turning to zoom um and that's why you're seeing that like people who've never used the software are making mistakes and so i think at a certain point uh you gotta put the liability on the users as well but what the article kind of speaks about is the fact that like there's a lot of growing concerns uh, by by legislation to see, hey, are these are is this company doing enough to protect users' privacy? How is it working? Now, n- another part that I kind of highlighted and I kind of spoke about on um, on one of my previous episodes was the idea that like 
it's not that far-fetched for me that there's like a smear campaign against Zoom, right, uh, in order to get people off that application and then move people over to an alternative application. Because uh, within this article, they kind of talk about how a lot of companies uh, or a lot of states have now made it illegal for people to use the Zoom application, right? They've banned it from being used uh, for school meetings. They've banned it for being used. Uh, I think Elon Musk even said, nah, we can't use it at Tesla. Um or at SpaceX, uh, and then a couple of government agencies as well have said, no, we can't use Zoom. Um, but at the same respect, I, I see it as like, is could it be a smear campaign by companies like Microsoft? And that's not disrespect to Microsoft, but my point is, is like, could it be a smear campaign to get other people to use applications like Skype? Because what I've also seen is that applications like Skype are, um, in my opinion, uh, uh, I saw that they made a recent change to it where it makes it so like it's very similar to uh, what you see with a, uh, with a Zoom meeting where it's a lot easier to sign up. It doesn't require an account. Anyone can join a meeting. It's one, two, three steps um, because they're trying to mimic what uh, uh, Zoom is doing because now more than ever, there's a huge uh, opportunity for these companies to capitalize on this software because it's needed now more than ever. And so... Um, Obviously, people are going to make mistakes. Um, I think that Zoom never expected to have the type of, uh, of traffic to their application that they're having now. And so obviously, mistakes are going to be made. So uh, I think that uh, before companies or legislation starts overreacting and making these drastic claims against Zoom, I think they should have enough time to kind of resolve these issues, put out more uh, knowledge information on how to configure the application, and then go from there. So uh, definitely check out the articles from the fine folks at Reuters.com. So last... Uh, but last, not least, uh, articles coming from the fine folks at uh, this is uh, theringer.com, which is uh, is QB a good idea? QB or QB? Uh, what's that? I can't I can't pronounce the freaking name. QB QB. Yubi. All right. Anyways, you've seen the ads for this, right? These ads have been everywhere. Um, it's the QB application. Now, if you're not familiar with QB, uh, it's basically a, an application that is designed uh, to be similar to what you see with YouTube, uh, with Hulu, uh, and with Netflix, where uh, it's a it's a you know it's an ad base, but also a uh, an ad base, but a paid subscription uh, content platform. But on QB, uh, basically, instead of the user submitting content, um, it's actually celebrities who are making content, short films, uh, and then uh, uh, um, users can watch them on the phone uh, in a format that's designed for the phone. So they're qu uh, quick clips designed to be watched uh, on phones. And like, like I said, there's been a lot of. Let me see if I can find some of the ads for this. Um, let me see QB. Let me paste it real quick on my browser because I wanted to show you some of the stuff on it. So um, this is kind of the QB application. And so the whole point of it, right, and what they're really their selling point is, is that like it's got a huge celebrity presence, right? Meaning uh, like, uh, what's her name? Kristen Siegel or whatever her name is. Um, but really there's just a lot of celebrities uh, who are on this application who have shows, um, mini short series, um, whether they're scripted, non-scripted, reality, uh, etc. They have their own shows on here, right? And so, um, what what the article kind of speaks to about is that like 
does this application have what it takes to be successful in the market? And and one of the things they talk about is that this application has, I think it's, uh, um, uh, I think it's almost like a, a a million, a couple million dollars being backed behind it. Uh, uh, that you know they're hoping that this application will succeed. And so I definitely check out, you know, definitely check out the piece because I'm going to do a terrible job of explaining it. Uh, but what I found interesting about the article is that like. Um, I, I have a feeling that this company is going to uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna do well it's it's gonna fail and, and the reason I say that is because it, it, it seems way too much like a get rich quick scheme utilizing uh, celebrities right perfect example right perfect example the Farai music festival right remember the Farai music festival what 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 did they try to capitalize on right they tried to utilize celebrities and instagram followers and our instagram influencers in order to build up a product that was crap and then sell it to the masses right and so i'm not trying to say that qb is putting out crap but when you're trying to heavy rely on the celebrity presence and these are big name hollywood actors and scripters uh to to produce content for mobile devices it's not the same experience i i think that you look at applications like tiktok you look at applications like youtube you look at applications like instagram it's organic content it's uh it's viral content it's actual reality television versus the scripted reality that we see on tv and so what i think qb's trying to do is just they're trying to capitalize uh on um they're trying to bring that type of format of content of big budget content to a mobile device because they think that's what users want and in my opinion it's not what they want people like organic stuff and uh you're not I wouldn't be the first person to ever say that reality TV isn't real. It seems very scripted. And so the fact that they're trying to do scripted content on on or not scripted but reality TV shows on a mobile platform, it just doesn't make any sense to me and it seems way too much like a get rich uh get rich how fast can we get rich uh, off this application using big names uh, and can we use big names followers uh to kind of sell them this product. And the reality is is that like at the end of the day the big players are going to be the big players which is Netflix, which is TikTok, which is YouTube, and which is Instagram, and which is Facebook. And those guys all have organic content that's not scripted, that's user controlled. And, and something like this just doesn't seem like something that people are going to use. And that's just my opinion, especially when it costs $4.99 uh, for this application with ads and then $7.99 without ads. It just doesn't make any sense. Not only does it not make any sense, but the business model, in my opinion, doesn't work in that sense. Because if you're going to have these huge budget shows that you film and executively, ex exclusively produce for this platform, these big Big budget shows how are you paying for them eventually the 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 you you have to be a, a business model where you're making money and i highly doubt that people are going to tune in for just one celebrity and pay 7.99 a month um and, and and vice versa uh those celebrities or, or influencers or actors can easily do something where it's like a patreon account where it's like a fans only account where it's like subscriptions on youtube utilizing youtube's platform and then collect all that revenue for themselves versus what they're doing through this application um so it, it's just one of those things where it's like here's hollywood's attempt to uh to try to capitalize on whatever and it's just not going to work and and the article kind of speaks to that um but that's just kind of my opinion uh, on that situation with QB, man. So uh, I hope I didn't offend anybody by it, but that's just my 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 view on things, right? Um, 
and uh that's about it bro bro we're out we're done with this man so uh guys thank you for tuning in for this episode as always uh the stories discussed on the podcast are in the description below leave your comments and likes if you liked it uh comments if you have any questions or if you have any opinions about what we've discussed on today's podcast now until next time guys my name is edwin pagan we do this every monday wednesday and friday make sure you wash your hands and 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 practice good hygiene and we're gonna get through this quarantine so until next time guys my name is edwin pagan thanks for joining me on the word on the road podcast take care everyone peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel (laughs) watching your dad's youtube channel